Welcome to the Love Good Podcast, where you learn how to love what is good and become what you love so you can change the world. This is Jimmy Mitchell, your host. Join me each episode as I sit down with artists and thought leaders to chat about media, culture, and the art of being human. Love Good is more than a subscription company. We're a movement of artists, patrons, and young people who believe in the power of beauty to change the world. And we're so pumped you're here. What's up, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to yet another bonus episode of the Love Good Podcast. I'm thrilled to be sitting down with Quinn and Sean Hussey here in just a few moments. But first, I want to tell you a little bit about how crazy and beautiful and I would even say exhausting my summer has been. It's been non-stop since June 2nd. I've been all over the North Georgia mountains. I've been to Rome and back, Southern Virginia, Southern Indiana. I have to say one of my favorite little gifts was just coming out of the Smoky Mountains with about 320 young men and their fathers from all over the country. It's just been wild and crazy, but like I've been sleeping in Enos. I've been sleeping in broom closets. Like I have not really been sitting still. And that means that I'm feeling a little bit crazy. Believe it or not, I've tried to record, <laughs> I've tried to record the intro to this episode like seven different times because I'm just not thinking clearly. I'm hoping that this is going to be the last, the last take. I feel good about it already. You guys are wonderful and forgiving and awesome people. And frankly, that's so much of what we're about here around Love Good is just letting beauty speak, you know? And having a lot of mercy along the way and a lot of joy and adventure and just realizing that, man, life is too short to take it too seriously. You know, we want to take, I think, what we do seriously, but never ourselves. And uh, sitting down here with Quinn and Sean Hussey (laughs) from the Hussey Brothers, we sit down today and we have a really cool conversation about life, all of its joys, all of its messiness. One of them is a national badminton champion. They've also got an incredible new album coming out soon. A couple of singles that are killing it on Spotify right now. Anyways, this is a really fun conversation. You guys are amazing. Thanks as always for tuning in and just letting us continue to be a part of your life and your ongoing transformation, right? That's hopefully what's always happening. It was once said that to live is to change, but to become perfect is to change often. And that involves transformation. And that's so much of what we believe beauty and truth do for us. They transform us in ways that make us more human. I think this episode will do just that. Again, thanks for tuning in. I'll be back in just a few moments with Quinn and Sean Hussey. She's my I'm feeling really privileged to be sitting down with the Hussey brothers right now. Sean, Quinn, how you doing? Great, man. Doing how, great. How are you? Yeah. Really good. We only met mere minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I was impressed because, you know, it was morning in Nashville. Somehow right. you escaped a lot of traffic and uh, showed up early. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the coffee wasn't quite ready. The studio wasn't quite set up yet. And 
we've managed to make it all happen here. It's a great joy to have you. Really, really great joy. Really great to be here. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so it's obviously not been that long since I even first heard about you guys, but it was about two years ago. Sounds like maybe two and a half now that you met a mutual friend, Sean Williams. And that's right. That probably sparked something in you. I know that you guys were, you know, well on your way in terms of writing music and playing together, but obviously you hadn't recorded anything, at least not professionally yet. Mm. We were so privileged to feature Live for Home on our spring mixtape. Obviously, Ohio right now is on our summer mixtape. And all of this is leading to a big debut EP that's coming soon. But before we get into all that, mm-hmm. it'd be very tempting to start there. I just think it'd be really great to get to know you guys, a bit of your story and the kinds of things that actually make your life ridiculous and adventurous <laughs> and kind of out of the box because you guys have both just stepped into this full-time recently, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, thank so, you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what, what like freaks you out most days when you consider the fact that you are now not only artists, but entrepreneurs, whether you like it or not? <laughs> Is it pretty intense? It, it's it's really intense for, for me especially. Oh, yeah. I've been battling like anxiety like crazy, which is something that I haven't really experienced in my life like very often but for me especially this is like a totally new adventure just like the way my mind works I think is even different than my brother Quinn uh, (laughs) quite a bit and I'm just like way more analytical and like logical and so I'm I've been really quick to think (laughs) of all the ways yeah that's so true though I've I've been really quick well Quinn just like you know part of the reason free spirit (laughs) (laughs) so for me it's been just like immediately I think of like the logistics and like uh-huh. financially, the things that could pot- potentially not work out for us or aren't working out, you know, for us in some ways. And 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 I'm married. Quinn's yeah. married. Quinn has a baby on the way. Ooh. Yeah, that's, that's what scares me. Yeah. <laughs> exciting. So yeah. just like the practical things of like, it's a totally new adventure. Neither one of us really know much about business side of things, which we're yeah. realizing is like a big part of this. Mm-hmm. So Huge. just a lot of, a lot of the unknowns. For sure. So, and, you know, just so our, our listeners are very clear about this, you guys uh-huh. are brother brothers. I mean, you guys are Real actual brother, believe it biological. Or not. Yeah. Yeah. If you saw right. us, you, uh, <laughs> you probably wouldn't think so, but yeah, we are. Yeah. 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 Like what? I got blue eyes. You know? You know? Yeah. <laughs> That's great. And yeah. are there other siblings in the Hussey clan? Yeah. We have another brother. Cool. His name's Ben. He's older. And we have two sisters. That's Colin great. And Megan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great. We're so all really you, close. You guys are kind of in the middle of the... Sean's the youngest. Uh, I'm the youngest. Uh, I'm the second youngest. It's, uh, it's you it's, both. That's yeah, crazy. The two yeah. youngest. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So I was the second, but like, there's something about the youngest. I mean, you, you get away <laughs> with a lot. You you probably are like the least, in some ways, pressured, but you have a lot of attention on you. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you sure did. You think so? <laughs> yeah. You sure did, Buckaroo. Yeah. <laughs> I earned the attention. You know. Oh, oh, the way I look at it. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. That's yeah. crazy. And you guys remind me where you grew up. We grew up in a town called Charleston, Illinois. Yeah. Which is mm-hmm. East Central Illinois. There you go. Uh, home of Eastern Illinois University. And you're not even claiming Chicago. I mean, I feel like anybody no, within definitely. a three-hour radius claims No, we try not to claim Chicago. People go. always just, we say Illinois, people assume Chicago. Yeah, yeah. But we, where we grew up is a rural community, uh, yeah. very different from Chicago. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah. What was it like growing up in the country then? Well, um, I'm a total city boy, you know, so this is like a really beautiful, but probably like I get all the wrong ideas about how romantic and awesome it must be. It's got to be tough too, you know? Yeah. Well, Charleston is like, it's big enough. Well, we didn't live in the country, you know, it's, it's big and it's a college town. It's big enough that we were like in town and had some things going on, 
but yeah. also like a lot of our friends lived in the country and we like the spaniels farm and stuff we yep. go out and swimming in a pond and stuff that's cool but yeah we're two seconds away from all the cornfields and stuff like that but definitely really quiet like we we both live in indianapolis now which is a good sized city we you yeah know, we both enjoy indianapolis but like my first year there especially like the hardest thing the difference from charleston is like okay there's like a million places to take my car to yeah it's like a million you know all these different <laughs> options. options i like that here's uh, the car place that i go to you know here's the school that my kids will go to you know at every level it's crazy yeah so that's a we we actually love we actually love growing up in oh, yeah. in that town. You guys it's ever awesome. go to the uh, the grocery store, end up in the cereal aisle, and just find yourself paralyzed by the <laughs> you know by yeah. all the choices? Yeah, yeah. O's every time. <laughs> Do you know O's? No. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh. just like the knockoff of everything. Uh, Stick with O's. I think O's is a big brand. Okay. You know, yeah. I can't do O's though big because it like tears up the roof of my mouth. Are we talking like Cheerio? What are we talking about? It's like. O's. Um, it's kind of got like a Captain Crunch sort of flavor, but it's like honey, oats. I don't know. It's hard. In to, a circle. In it. In, in, yeah. <laughs> They're not like Cheerio wannabes. You're talking about no, this is a legitimate this is way stand on its own Cheerio. brand. It's got more going on than Cheerios. Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. not sure. You're going to check O's. this out. This honey isn't like O's. a small town. It takes Illinois away thing. all anxiety of, might, of the <laughs> cereal <laughs> experience. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's just what I go for. Crazy. Check that out. Yeah. O's, it is. Yeah. What what's yeah. what are the crazy random things that we should know about you guys? Like you probably know right. every one well, of each other's yeah. idiosyncrasies, right? <laughs> I brought this shirt for a reason because I figured this would be an interesting thing to talk about. For those who can't yeah. see Quinn right now, which is everybody, yeah. uh, apart from Sean, he's wearing a T-shirt, Eastern Illinois Badminton Club, and it looks like a a cat yeah, a in panther. a in a, a panther in a in a really classy looking sweater, <laughs> yeah. uh, playing badminton. Yes, yeah. I'm disturbed. Yeah. You're disturbed, yeah. yeah. You should be. I hate cats mostly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, well, the cat thing not so much. Well, this is uh this is Eastern Illinois University. The mascot is the Panthers. Right. And so this was just the university's badminton club. But my my grandpa a long time ago started this badminton club. Ah. He just somehow got interested in badminton. I'm not really sure I don't know to how. be honest. But he, he picked up the sport of badminton, got pretty serious about it. I'm dead serious. This is, yeah. I, this is a joke, you know. I usually don't talk about it very often because people just uh, like have your reaction. Like, I'm serious. And it's like kind of a weird thing about our life. But no, badminton, like before music and before anything else, badminton was our life. Wow. Seriously. And it's been my dad's life forever. But my grandpa like had this badminton club and trained all of his kids, like my dad. And my dad took it really seriously. Mm-hmm. And he met some national and international level players and trained. My my brother Ben and I mostly, Sean played a little bit, but my yep. brother Ben and I really played a lot of badminton, traveled nationally. Both the original Hussey brothers. I'm having it, trouble picturing this still. Like, are there, are there competitions? So tell me, what, what do you know about badminton? It is the, the backyard <laughs> sport uh, that yeah, you play once a year, classic. usually yeah. July 4th, right? Right, right. right. So it's inside. What? Is the first thing. Yeah. It's an oh, inside sport. Gyms or, Only or inside. where? If you play outside, that's like, that's like what are you doing? Not a sign yeah. of your a- amateurness. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. right. Okay. Yeah, but it's an inside sport in gyms. And so it's it's an Olympic sport. No, it's, it's become an Olympic sport. Yeah. No, it's not. It yeah. is. And it's the <laughs> fastest racket sport in the world. In the world. That's right. Yeah. Faster than Birds racket. traveling at 200 miles per shuttle. hour. Yeah. I think it's faster yeah. than that now. Faster they than clock that. the speed like a foot off the racket. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious, man. And the shuttle, yeah, it's called the shuttlecock, the bird, you know, 200 
plus miles an hour. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually like slowly getting intimidated at the very thought of being anywhere near a badminton court with you guys. Yeah, yeah to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I would not be able to keep up. So that's, yeah, that's definitely a unique fact. Like they, these guys played like world championships, mm. Pan American Games. My dad played in the world championships back in the day. Dang. I, yeah, I, I was China. the junior national champion as a nine-year-old <laughs> and then I retired <laughs> yeah, and got right. another thing. That's but, right. So yeah. Sean... Sean was like, you know, huge when he was young compared to all the other kids. And he just absolutely strength and just dominated on the court. <laughs> and was like the national champion a couple of times when he was young. It was awesome. Figure quote while you're ahead. Uh, there you, you go. Know? There you go. So, and this and, was the attention earning you were talking about earlier. You, exactly, you really did. You know, achieve. I mean, when you're a badminton national champion <laughs> yeah. in the Hussey family, <laughs> you, really, yeah. Yeah, you really get a lot of attention. Yeah. That's great. So tell me what happened next. Did you guys go there for college? I mean, I know a lot of famous people went to yeah. Eastern Illinois for college. Right. Name a, a few of them again. Yeah, Tony Romo. Uh, Sean, Payton, Sean Payton. Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. Garoppolo. Yeah. Sean and Quinn Hussey, obviously. Yeah, Sean and Quinn right. Hussey, Kevin right. Hussey. There you Sorry, go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did, you guys, did you guys go there? We yeah. did. Cool. Good. Sean, you started at the U of I. Yeah, I, so I played football and, and I went to the University of Illinois first. And then played summer ball, fall ball there, and then transferred to Eastern Illinois University. Yeah. And that's that's where I ended up as a quarterback. But then uh, I only played for a year, and wow. then I ended up staying there and graduating. That's crazy. Um, yeah. You. you have the look. Yeah. I was going to Yeah, ask, right. Okay. Yeah, it's all making sense now. <laughs> okay. He actually, Sean actually broke all the records that were at Charleston High School. Uh-huh. Were held by my dad as a quarterback. Oh, 40 and, years ago. 40 years ago. Oh, and, and Sean busted all of them. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. Cool. Yeah. And did you have like any dreams of being a pro athlete at some point? Definitely. That at was like been my whole life actually. Yeah. Like growing up from as early as I can remember, I always wanted to be an NFL quarterback. Brett Favre wow. was like my absolute hero. We're big time Packers fans. Yeah. yeah, we are. And so I wanted to be Brett Favre. I wore the number four huh. like all through playing football into high school. And yeah, big dreams. Big dreams to play in the NFL for sure. And you were saying like a life not in the NFL would have been like worthless. Yeah, I remember watching whenever I was a kid, like watching the adults in my life, just like watching the NFL. And it was at a time when I was like, of course, going to be in the NFL. So I, I just, I would look at that and be like, man, if I'm, if I'm their age and not in the NFL, like that would be such a depressing <laughs> life. And then here I am, you know, still not in the NFL, but hey, you never know. You there's know? a lot. There's a lot of artists who started with big professional sports dreams, yeah. right? And the two that come to mind immediately is Judah Akers, who was just on our podcast a few okay. episodes ago. Uh-huh. He had every intention of playing professional baseball. Went to college, oh, wow. played baseball in college, and of course stumbled oh, into cool. a couple of friends who became his partners in crime, and, uh, you know, they're now, like, selling out amphitheaters as Jude and the Lion. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty sweet awesome. transition for them, yeah, you know? Michael W. Smith, kind of like a mm. hometown hero in Nashville, had every intention of playing, I think, baseball. It never really wanted to be, you know, a rock star. <coughs> oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe you're just joining a long line, you know? <laughs> that would be we'll great. See. There we go. We'll yeah. see. Badminton, you know? Yeah, there it is. That's there right. it is. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn so, had every intention of being, you know, an international yeah, Olympic I sure did. Badminton player. So. That would have yeah. been cool. I could yeah. have said I, I knew him. Yeah. When. Or maybe not because we would have never met. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. That's, know? right. That's right. So here's a really interesting thing. Here we are, you know, fellow musicians, all people who desire very much to allow our, our art and our craft to have an impact on culture, right? Mm-hmm. But it's about two years ago, two and a half years ago, you met Sean Williams. Mm-hmm. 
for those who don't know Sean, he's arranged all the string parts on my couple of instrumental records. He's produced for a lot of my friends here in Nashville and beyond. He's been y'all's producer now for these two singles so far that people have heard and the seven song EP that's coming out any day now. Pretty Mm -hmm. exciting. What's been that process for you guys? Where did it actually start? Like, were you guys writing music at a young age? Were you performing together, writing and, you know, just dreaming together? Is this still pretty Mm -hmm. fresh? Well, let's start off talking about Sean's <laughs> early career. It's, uh, it's actually, just to answer the end, it's actually kind of fresh together. Oh, yes, yes. It actually Brand is kind new, of fresh. Really? Yeah, like really, like in fourth grade, third, fourth grade, I we got a guitar in our house, and so I just like taught myself like basic chords. And actually, as, like, as soon as I could play, you know, G, D, and C, I was like trying to write a song. Hmm. And I wrote a hit song, fourth grade, called oh, yeah. Sideways. And performed it with the band, the Rusty Tomatoes, of course, of course which was our band. And right. we, you know, we sold out the gym and uh, <laughs> the Jefferson Elementary, Jefferson <laughs> Elementary gym, and threw t-shirts in you the crowd. Merch. We had merch. We had t-shirts. We had a logo. Oh wow! Uh, so that was the start of of my music career with the Rusty Tomatoes. But then actually. I, I was like kind of out of music. It was kind of always a part of our family. And so I was connected to it. Um, mm-hmm. But I got so into playing football and that being like the focus of, of my life in many ways, that music was just kind of something on the side, something I, yeah. I didn't think about too much. And actually, I always wanted Quinn to play with me initially, which is funny. This is how it worked. It kind of flipped. But I always wanted Quinn to play music with me. Quinn was absolutely terrified to play in front of anybody. And That's my true. freshman That's year true. of high school was Quinn's senior year. And I wanted Quinn to play in the variety show. And I actually made him sign a contract. Uh, that I wouldn't back that, out. So that he could not back out wow. of playing. And that was the first time we ever played together on stage. Yeah. Was at the Charleston High School. It's crazy. Variety show. Yeah. And these were covers? These were original songs? What was happening? When this was just one song. It yeah. was uh, actually uh, Rescued, a song called Rescued by Jack's Mannequin. Nice. Yeah, yeah first song pretty, we ever performed. That's pretty good. Yeah. And when did you guys start writing together? I mean, was it like two years ago, three years ago? Yeah, not even two years ago what that we wrote Live for Home, was it? A year, About a year, a year and a half ago. And that Crazy. was our very first. I mean, I've been wanting to do music now for a, for a while. I have, I've done some recording on my own without Sean. And I've always been trying to get Sean to do this with me. Yeah. <laughs> finally, finally, man. It's it actually yeah, it switched around. Isn't yeah, that it's funny? really cool. Like yeah. he, Quinn wanted nothing to do with it. And then I was like playing football. I wanted nothing to do with it when he was wanting me to play After music. After that you high know? school experience, yeah. I was just like, I couldn't get enough. It was like, this is great. That's crazy. Uh, yeah. And I started doing coffee shops myself and started really writing. I, I met a guy, his name's Ethan in college. We really connected and he was a great songwriter. He's got some awesome songs. But he and he actually inspired me to start writing. He's like, you can do this. You wow. can write. And I started writing. And ever since then, I've been really wanting Sean to be a part of that. But it was only last year that he was like, all right, let's do this. Mm-hmm. And we just like scheduled a day. <clears throat> like, let's do this. We're just going to write. That's all we're going to do. And Live for Home and this song called Restless came out of that. It's amazing. I mean, because Live for Home doesn't sound like the first song you've ever written. They say it takes about a hundred songs mm-hmm. before one of them is worth listening to. You right. know? And, <laughs> That's uh, an amazing thing because I have written quite a few songs before I live from home myself. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, this was like all Sean's song. It really was. He came to me with this idea and almost all the words, if wow. not all the words, and and pretty much the whole melody too. Yeah. And I was I had some, you know, experience with songwriting i could kind of come in and like cut it up a little bit but 
uh, it was pretty much all Sean. Really amazing. Mm. So, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, we found like right in that first day that we, it seems like we work pretty well together in terms of like creating music. I, like Quinn said, I, I literally had not been creating music at mm. all or r- writing anything. And Quinn was just really wanting me to do that and mm-hmm. encouraging me that I needed to try to do something. So I actually, that Live For Home actually started, which is funny, kind of take us back to the beginning. Live For Home started as I was just going to take this fourth grade song sideways, the melody of it, and just kind of be funny and, and see if I could change the words or make something out of it. And then like really quickly, I just felt like, oh, this actually sounds pretty good. There's, I changed it a little <laughs> yeah. bit, but there's like, there's something here that's that's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah, I mean, you should hear this sideways song. It's actually pretty impressive. <laughs> Seriously, it is. Yeah, oh, it's, cool. it's become kind of a joke, actually, the sideways song, because some of the words are just hilarious. Yeah, they are. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. But, uh, so, so for those who have heard the song, even for those who haven't, tell us a little bit about it and what you hope is communicated, not only you know, by including that song on your EP, but entitling the EP after that song. There's got to be some intentionality around that, huh? Yeah. There certainly is. Go ahead. Me? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sean's the articulator, by the way. Ah. I'm just such a, like, a internal thinker. But there's definitely intentionality behind that. We wrote, so Live For Home and this other song, Restless, is kind of has a similar vibe to it. Which will also be on this EP. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll help me out here, Sean, but we we actually were kind of experiencing the similar prayer, like separately. We weren't talking about it, but we had this prayer. I had this prayer going on. John had this prayer going on, and when we came together that day, we realized oh, we kind of got something similar going on here, and mm-hmm. this restless and live for home reflected that. Yeah, it just kind of came out of a place we were, you know, both a couple years out of college, kind of in new in new jobs and new careers outside of our hometown for the first time, really, yep. of our lives for at least an extended period of time, and both like in that reflection started to think that. Like we started to, in one in one sense to really be grateful for our life and our and our wives mm-hmm. um, and our family and like you know everything about the way that we were raised really grateful and and certainly realizing that that we're blessed with where we're at mm-hmm. but at the same time just like experiencing like this constant kind of restlessness this constant like anxiety constant longing for something greater for something mm-hmm. more in our lives and we just felt like. Yeah. We just kept like chasing like the next the next thing, yeah. what like a bunch of material things or or just like seeking attention of others, whatever like whatever it was, and are still and are still us. doing that. Really find, trying to find like what's the perfect job that's gonna like yeah. bring me like the peace that I'm looking for. And I've lived in like four or five different places in the past four or five years. Wow. Yeah, and it's just like hopping around. It's like man, when when am I gonna be able to just be in one place and. And any time that we go home to our hometown of Charleston, Illinois, and it's now not the place where we work or anything like that, but it's the place where our family still is and the place that we grew, we grew up and have a lot of good memories, we like enter the city and we notice that like all the anxieties and the worries and the fears and the searching just kind of go away. Wow. And, mm-hmm. and we just find ourselves with our family. Uh, we find ourselves totally at peace. Yeah. It was at least what we both were kind of experiencing yeah. and noticing. And we were just, we were just wanted to experience that all the time, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, and so the song is just about a search of what's going to actually bring us that peace in our lives. So yeah. when are you moving back to Charleston? 
And that's probably the yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the talk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm worried know. we're just gonna start working there, and then we'll just be <laughs> like any other place. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's so cool because we we talk a lot around here about how beauty points us beyond ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. And that actually counterfeit beauty turns us in on ourselves. So there's something mm-hmm. about this this homesickness that we all feel. This mm-hmm. this desire for home that's like really innately human. And, you know, I think most of us do walk around feeling pretty restless, constantly searching for the next thing. And I am guilty as charged. Like I can hardly do the same thing two days in a row before I'm bored out of my mind. You know, and I'm like the classic ENFP on the Myers-Briggs, which means I get bored a thousand (laughs) Uh, times faster than anybody else, right? So I'm always looking for ways to keep life feeling really fresh. But at the end of it, the end of every day, I really just want my desires to be stilled. Mm-hmm. Elevated, purified, not not obliterated, but but stilled in mm-hmm. that I am at home and at peace, right? Exactly. So this is cool because this is like incredibly universal. This need yeah. and this this desire, and again, like what better way than music to communicate that and invite people into that ache mm-hmm. that we all feel, right? You know? Exactly. So that's great. That's yeah. great. Any of the songs from the EP that, you know, are kind of worth highlighting right now? You know, obviously we're all yeah. loving Ohio, um, right. even yeah. if we're not loving Ohio. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? I uh, had just enough experience in Columbus for about a year to think, this is like a permacloud. I haven't seen the sun. <laughs> like people are kind of, you know, polite, but maybe like deep down, they seem kind of grumpy, yeah. you know? <laughs> You're not getting like the extended conversation with the cashier at the grocery store, yeah. you know? Yeah, um, that's hilarious. So that's a song we could talk about, but like there's gotta be some other th- tunes that are like kids to you at this point. Like, not like you can pick your favorite, you know? Mm-hmm. But if there's one that really captures something special for you, which is it? Yeah. For me, it's it's uh, the song called Ohio. <laughs> But th- it's funny, though, you, s- you said something about the grocery store conversation or something. Minster, Ohio, where my, where my wife is from, is like a special place in Ohio. Maybe it doesn't exist anywhere else in Ohio because it's unbelievable. And, and the grocery store thing, at my wedding in Minster, Ohio, my uncle just shared a story. He said he was at the grocery store in Minster, and the uh, cashier was like, Oh, you guys here for Quinn and Hannah's wedding? <laughs> like everyone just knows each other. It's and amazing. he just thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and he did have an extended conversation with her, you know, about that. I think I've been inside that church, by the way. Is it the a, one across from St. Augustine? Yeah, right. Yeah. There it is. Right. That's a beautiful, beautiful church. It's amazing. And, it is. And in defense of Minster, there are a few places in America that felt more like a like an old German village. Yes. You know? Um, exactly. And Everyone's it, it's German just, there. Everyone's and you can see far, and there's like beautiful, beautiful architecture uh-huh. and steeples off in every distance, and the yeah. people are incredibly kind. Yeah. So in defense of Minster, you know, well done writing Ohio. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's somewhere maybe it's the Carthaginia or some place in that area where you can go and see like all of the you can like see all of the church steeples on the horizon. It's crazy. There must be like fifteen or or more. But yeah, it's really, really unbelievable. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So Ohio for you? That's yeah. One so of your Ohio. Favorites. Yeah, I met I met my wife. This song is about my wife, really. Mm-hmm. But it's about Minster and my experience there. But I met her at this at this work camp called Catholic Heart Work Camp. Yeah. Sean and I were hired to play music for this group, and it was in the Caribbean. It was on this island called Grenada. What a tough gig. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was very tough. Work week? So, I mean, right. come on. 
And so, um, what a deal. How, yeah, on the beach, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, how I, uh, you know, Sean and I have a little bit maybe a different experience on that island. Definitely. But, <laughs> so, I, I met Hannah. We, we both met Hannah there actually at the same time, my wife Hannah. I was just drawn to her right away, of yeah. course. And I'm like, and everyone has scooters on the island, right? So, I'm like, okay, we got to get a scooter. And my, my whole thing was, I'm going to, we're going to get a scooter. And I'm going to take Hannah on a ride, and it's going to be great. And, and just, yeah, so what actually happened was <laughs> people do have scooters, that's true, and they're driving on the wrong side of the road there. Yeah. So Quinn convinced me that we should pay for a license, and then I should split the cost of a scooter with him, like several hundred dollars, my end, so that we could you know, enjoy the island, drive around, see the kids at their work sites. That's how I presented uh, it. I'm like, that's well, how he presented it to me. Turns out, Quinn just wanted me to pitch in on the scooter so that he and Hannah could ride it all over the island. <laughs> wow. And I was stuck back at the camp, you know, sleeping in the bed by myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. It worked out. And, yeah. you know, she's part of the family now, so yeah. I guess That's it's amazing. all right. Yeah. So I'm curious, Sean, then, is there a song that really jumps out at you <laughs> other than the two we've already mentioned? You know, recently I've been, the song that comes to mind is a song called 25. This is actually a song Quinn wrote almost all of it mm-hmm. right before he turned 25. Mm. So it's been a few years mm-hmm. since he wrote most of this song. And it's a song I've always really, really liked that he wrote. And then actually just recently he brought it kind of back I was back kind of giving up on it, yeah. to be honest, because the, the ending just wasn't quite there and just wasn't, wasn't making any sense. It was kind of about life and stuff. But the ending was kind of like a love thing. I'm like, this isn't really connecting. And so I kind of gave it to Sean, and he was able to just finish it. Killer. Great finish. And it's it's fitting because I'm 24, going to turn 25 now. And that's when Quinn, like, started the song and basically finished it. And so there's something about that that I think draws me to the song. But just the song itself and just it's kind of along the similar theme of, like, you know, finding your, your path, finding your call in life. And it just starts off with virtue, you know? Yeah, it starts off with virtue. And, and that's that's part of the thing I really like about the song. I think it progresses really well in terms of like, what are we called to do? And, and, and like the start of it is just about, you know, we're called to live virtuously. And that's kind of like the foundation. Mm-hmm. If we're not like striving to live virtuously, then it's going to be very difficult to, to listen for, for what like we're called to do path. beyond that. Yeah. Like that's like a given. We've already been told like we need to live virtuously. Yeah. And then, and that's the foundation to build, you know, kind of the rest of the, whatever else comes uh, mm-hmm. from there. So I it's definitely, it. it's, it's just a cool, I think it's just a cool portrayal. And in many ways, the song itself of, of how Quinn and I have found, like we work together. I, I've, I've found that I'm way more <laughs> of a big picture type of guy. Quinn says like, I like to articulate things. Yeah. And Quinn is like really, really good at, at seeing like small details of things, mm. and so yeah, this was something kind of the that, artistic side of that, it. Yeah, definitely, and 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 so that's super important. So Quinn comes with this song twenty five. That's like pretty much done, but I was just able to see maybe a vision that wasn't totally like complete mm-hmm. within this song, and then so together mm-hmm. we were kind of able to finish it. Yeah, and and I, my favorite part of the song is is the very last line that Sean wrote. And it says, uh, fear held me down, but now love guides my way. And it, it's a reflection of Sean and I and just finally stepping out and being like, okay, we, maybe we can do this music. And for me personally, I've been wanting to do music for a long time. But I've been afraid, for yeah. sure. I've been afraid. And, and, I, and, you know, honestly, I need Sean 
not just because musically, but like there's a lot of gifts he has on the business side and practically that I just couldn't, I don't think I could do it without him. And just with him, you know, fear has just been shattered and <laughs> trying to follow God's plan for our life. It's amazing. And yet, I mean, to go the other way, of course, I need Quinn. The songs that you will hear in this EP just would not exist without Quinn and his creativity and, and his just desire to share artistically, you know, what's going on. So mm. it definitely works both ways. Seeing y'all's brotherhood is as moving as being aware of your artistry. And those two things combined, it's just really rare and really special. Mm. So yeah, be super affirmed. Um, you got a lot of people who are being exposed to y'all for the first time, maybe particularly through Love Good, but I would assume you've got a, a fan base out there that is eager to share the word. And we certainly consider ourselves amongst those numbers now. So you've got an EP coming out at the end of the episode. I'll tell people how they can get their hands on a copy of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're so excited to just have this more in-depth conversation about what's led to this moment to be mm-hmm. abandoning, you know, previous lives and careers and with great courage stepping into something completely new, mm-hmm. but something that actually was rooted in some fourth grade and ninth yeah, grade yeah, and yeah. senior year of oh, high school yeah, experiences kinda, and yes, yeah, a thread yeah. coming yeah. together. Yeah. So thanks for letting us be a small part of that. You guys are awesome. We'll do this again sometime. Thanks yeah, so much. Thanks so much. Thanks for having us on. And if you're driving down Hanover Street, you'll find Grandma's house. She lives across from the church in the heart of the town down in Ohio. I could go on about this place and its beauty, but I'll refrain. Cause it ain't even worth comparing to the woman it contains Oh, 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 Hannah, oh You'll be surprised what you find when you ain't even trying Y'all, thanks so much for tuning in. What a great conversation. What a great couple of guys that, frankly, we kept talking for like an hour, had a cup of coffee. They're just the real deal. And I I think I said that about a lot of the artists that we work with, and it just continues to amaze me uh, when you get to meet people like Quinn and Sean. So definitely check them out on Spotify. Go to thehussybrothers.com. Follow them on Instagram. Wherever they are living on social media, make sure that you are tracking them. Great things are coming. Their their full-length project releases this fall, date yet to be announced, and we will let you know as soon as it does. But I have to say, I'm really pumped. We only got a couple more of these bonus episodes left before we launch season three. And season three of the Love Good Podcast is going to be the best yet. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind. We're beginning to also work on what's called Love Good Academy. It's going to be an education platform exclusively for our patrons, but we're going to give little excerpts of that in season three just to whet your appetite, to hopefully get you fired up about not just being inspired, but being deeply formed in this this mission, this, this vision that we certainly share as a community of artists and patrons and young people, which is that beauty matters and culture matters. And actually, when we cultivate the art of being human, we not only bring beauty into the world that otherwise will never be seen or heard, we'll actually transform the world along the way. And that is something that's deeply rooted in philosophy and 
actually deeply rooted in an understanding of who God is and the way that he transcends all. And that these these moments where we are encountering beauty and truth and goodness are in fact encounters with him. So we're pumped to tell you more about that when the time comes. Thank you again so much for listening to the Love Good Podcast. Please give us some feedback. We're officially on Spotify. We're obviously all over iTunes and Stitcher, but we need your reviews because we want more people to know about this podcast, to stumble across it without us having to shake their hand or kiss their baby. Okay, so help us out. Leave us a review. Y'all are amazing. We'll be back soon for our last couple of bonus episodes before season three launches. Peace. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Love Good Podcast. Tell your friends all about us, stay in touch on social media, and be sure to stop by iTunes or Stitcher to give us a review. You can join our movement today by subscribing as a patron at lovegoodculture.com. Start enjoying our seasonal packages that will raise your standard for media and inspire you to build a better culture. We can't wait to accompany you as you change the world.